the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I know a place where we can go to lay the troubles down we can go so This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. Now, your host, Eric Cartier, Senior Pastor of Rocky Mountain Calvary Church. Like Welcome back to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. Hope that you're doing well. This is Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. Hope you had a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving, such a great time to gather with family and friends. Really excited about today's show. Rich Bennett is with me. He's the CEO and President of Life Network. If you're not familiar with what they do here in our city, you're in for a real treat. You can go to their website, elifenetwork.com. Rich, thanks so much for joining me. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Great to be back with you. It's great to have you back uh, on the show. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was terrific. It, you know, it's great to have uh, all the kids back home. And so our daughter came home from college and just to have the family together, you know, it gets harder and harder when they hit their 20s to make that possible. So it was it was great. That's great. Now, I heard that you smoked the turkey. How did it turn out? You know what? It turned out really well. I was up at like one thirty in the morning <laughs> putting that guy in the smoker and I, I the it, it went very, very well. That's awesome. A labor of love for sure. That's so. right. Uh, well, for listeners, uh, tell us briefly about Life Network. So at Life Network, we are celebrating 40 years of valuing life and mm-hmm. transforming lives here in Colorado Springs. And we do that principally through our three Colorado Springs pregnancy centers, where every day we're meeting women and men who are facing unexpected pregnancies and helping them navigate their options. And for most of them, it's the biggest decision of their young lives. And in fact, uh, over the last year, uh, more than 60% of the women that we saw were at least considering abortion, mm-hmm. either be- either directly or somebody in their life was pressuring them or, or convincing them, trying to convince them to have an abortion. And so what we do is we offer pro-life alternatives to that, uh, principally talking about equipping them as parents or navigating them through uh, an adoption process. And so in that, we also get the opportunity to discuss the implications of abortion and help her make an informed decision. And all of our services are available at no cost, and that's through the generosity of individual donors mm-hmm. and churches in town that support what we do. And, and part of that uh, includes a medical-grade pregnancy test, uh, free ultrasounds, which provided more than 1,000 of those this past year. Wow. And then we now offer that first OB appointment as well to bridge women who are high need uh, into what may be their first ever OBGYN appointment. And so uh, once a mom and dad choose to parent, we're going to walk with that mom mm. and that dad until their child is two. And that means we're providing parenting coaching. They're meeting one-on-one with their parent coach. And as they do, they're earning material resources, crib, car seat, baby clothes, diapers, formula, and more. And just today, we had a sweet story come out of our fountain location, a mom who we saw at the very start of the year who was facing pregnancy. And she was one of these women who uh, she herself didn't want to pursue an abortion, but the father of the baby did. It Hmm. basically confronted her 
with a choice of it's either the baby or me. Mm. And so she came to us feeling the weight of that and really was leaning toward abortion. She met her baby uh, via ultrasound. Mm. She received that care and compassion from the team and she courageously chose life. And the father of the baby, unfortunately, in this situation did step out of that situation. Uh, but today was the day uh, that she came in and we got to meet her baby mm. and she picked up uh, all, you know, all of the goodie bags that we give her uh, with that. And she's in our parenting program now. But it was just a sweet time of celebration where just nine months before she was feeling that weight and that pressure. And, and today she picked up her newborn gift set. And so those are the kinds of miracles that uh, God works through our three centers every day. That's so cool. That's amazing to hear that testimony of a mom uh, choosing life. And I know it's been a really big deal for Colorado, and maybe some aren't aware, but our legislation passed Senate Bill uh, 190. Uh, would you kind of inform us again of, of what that bill is all about? Yeah, and for a lot of your listeners, they might be hearing about this for the first time. And don't feel bad because it really was not covered all that widely uh, in, in different news outlets. But fundamentally, this law back in April sought to do two things. And the first was to intimidate and regulate the advertising of pro-life pregnancy centers like our Colorado Springs Pregnancy Centers and the other 50-plus centers around the state. And it was fueled by... Uh, you know, unsubstantiated claims. In fact, the entire law was brought to legislators by pro-abortion groups. And this, the, the first part of the law uh, basically said that these pro-life pregnancy centers are using deceptive ads and they need to be regulated. Now, there was no real evidence ever presented of that. And our ads weren't deceptive before this law. Right. And even though the law has passed, they're not deceptive today. And I'm certainly thankful that our attorney general office has at least indicated for now they don't intend to wield it as a weapon against our centers. But nobody likes to have their legislature and their government come after them. Right. And that's really what this first piece of the legislation did. I think the second piece that rightly got more attention and is the more tragic piece is that it makes Colorado potentially the first and only state to ban a practice known as abortion pill reversal. And for those of you who don't know, the majority of abortions today are done via chemical abortion or via the abortion pill, and that's through a two-step treatment. And there are women who take that first pill treatment and within hours, sometimes minutes, regret it and want to stop that process. And that's where abortion pill reversal could come in. And just as context, here locally in 2022, our centers had seven patients who chose to pursue having an abortion pill reversal and under the guidance and care of our medical director and our nursing staff, six of those seven were successfully reversed. And Heartbeat International tells us there were more than 4,000 babies hmm. that have been saved via abortion pill reversal or APR nationally just over the last several years. And from my understanding, like when a woman chooses to have the abortion pill and to try to terminate a pregnancy, it's really cutting off progesterone. And so before they take that second pill, if they get the reversal pill, it's really just a big dump of progesterone into their bodies to help save that pregnancy. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, that, and that, is, that is exactly what's happening, Eric. And so in an APR, abortion pill reversal, we would prescribe, our doctor would prescribe progesterone for that woman who's wanting to potentially stop the effects of that first abortion pill, which is called misoprostol. 
And two-thirds of the time, that has proven to be successful. And so a simple way to think about it is if the first abortion pill stops progesterone in an APR, we reintroduce progesterone when a woman is hoping to reverse the effects of that first pill. And it really is that simple. And, you know, there were concerns that were raised about it being medically unproven, but it is no more or less medically unproven than the prescriptions that doctors write every day to women who are experiencing a threat of miscarriage, Uh, whether that's uh, maybe a previous pregnancy where they've had difficulty. uh, Maybe that's an age related issue, any number of things, but doctors, OBGYNs routinely write scripts for progesterone, and this is in line with a threat in miscarriage, in this case brought on by misoprostol. So Senate Bill 190 is saying doctors, healthcare providers cannot give that reversal pill. And, and trying to do that in that unique circumstance where a woman chooses, I want to undo the effects of this first pill, and they're trying to legislate and say, well, no, you, you no longer can make that choice. Yeah. And we're the only state in the country that has a law against the abortion reversal pill. We are. And there are other states that are paying attention to that and other states that are are similarly in terms of just the you know, pro-abortion environment in the legislature that are paying attention to that. Mm-hmm. And so there are a couple other states that I think might follow suit. But I think they're sitting back right now to kind of see where things play out with uh, with the situation here in Colorado. But you're exactly right. We are the one and only state that has pursued this so far. Just doesn't make a lot of sense to me because even from that pro-abortion mindset, it's all about a woman's choice. So I guess in Colorado, a woman can choose an abortion, but she can't change her mind and choose life. You know? Yeah, and that was that was brought up many, many times in the course of this legislation passing. And really, the only the only counterpoint was, well, it's not proven. And it's no more or less not proven than a flu shot right. uh, or any number of things that don't have rigorous, thorough research right. done. Uh, and the reality is there, there is good research, and 68% of the time it's effective. Well, stay with us. We'll be right back on 100.7 The Word. Crosswalk, Colorado Springs on 100.7 The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. This is Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. I have my friend with me today, Rich Bennett. He's the CEO and president of Life Network. And we're focusing on Senate Bill 190 that was passed by our legislation this year that makes it illegal uh, to hand out the abortion reversal pill, the APR uh, pill. And, and Rich, do you mind sharing just some of the local and national impact that the APR pill has had? Well, yeah, Eric, right before the break, we talked about how Heartbeat International has a decade's worth of data that would show that 68% of the time an APR is initiated, it's successful. And here in Colorado Springs, we've provided that APR treatment of progesterone to at least 20 women in recent years. And as God would have it, the very day that our governor signed this terrible bill that we're talking about into law, our very first APR patient, abortion pill reversal patient from nearly a decade ago, reconnected with us. We didn't reach out to her. Uh, She reached out to somebody connected with us. And she and her son now live in another state. Uh, But she continues to be incredibly thankful to Life Network and to the abortion pill reversal that she was able to happen, able to have with us. And 
Almost a decade ago, we gave her the opportunity to get a second chance at choice Mm -hmm. and to undo the effects of that first abortion pill that she took and then immediately regretted. And today she has a grade school age son who's thriving in school. And she says he's smart as a whip. And in fact, earlier this year, he won his school's chess tournament. Mm. And his mom told me that her son wants to be a chess grandmaster. I don't even know what that is, but that sounds really cool. And that's just one story of a mom whose baby was saved and happened to be our very first APR mom almost a decade ago. Another one of our moms uh, whose daughter was saved through an abortion pill reversal just a couple years ago courageously testified when this bill was going through the House and Senate, and she stayed up late uh, through both of those and gave really compelling testimony of just the very personal effect and the fact that she now has a daughter as a result. And in the end, through a near party line vote, pro-abortion legislators passed this terrible law anyway. Hmm. Wow. So how is Life Network handling this now with with the Senate Bill 190 being passed? How's it affecting just day to day? Yeah, well, and first, starting on the advertising portion of the bill. And as I mentioned, right now, our attorney general office has said that they don't intend to use it the way that pro-abortion advocates wanted, which was to wield it against pregnancy centers. But, of course, that could change at any time because that law is now on the books. And so, uh, you know, the top two ways that somebody walks through, a woman walks through our doors, is word of mouth meaning a friend had a positive experience and she finds out from that friend to visit us or through our advertising and through laws like this and through big tech doing things to suppress us in searches and other things, it's definitely getting harder than ever. And so, you know, I think that's one piece that, you know, we're still navigating in terms of how do we make sure that even with an ominous law like this, we're creatively finding ways to advertise and, you know, talked about how everything we do is donor funded. And right now, uh, you know, just heard the the ad in front of this of Focus having a a matching challenge. And we actually have that at Life Network as well. And so one way, as listeners are listening and may want to be involved, is, you know, if you visit our website, you can participate in our match challenge and have the opportunity right here in Colorado Springs to make sure we can advertise to reach these women. And that's on the advertising side. You know, on the abortion pill reversal front, Once that law was passed, we began referring women that were seeking that care from us to Heartbeat International's national hotline. And through that hotline, these women can then get connected with the care that they need. And, you know, more than that, and I know we're going to talk about this later in the program, but there's a very well-run medical clinic in Denver called Bella Health and Wellness. And they challenged this law on the very day that it was passed by filing a lawsuit. And, you know, the implications of that are still being played out. And, you know, that's another outlet that certainly they're up in Denver, but that's another outlet where we can definitively refer somebody for this care. Yeah. So even though Life Network can't give out the abortion reversal pill right now, they're able to refer to Heartline and a woman's still able to get the pill in the time needed to give her pregnancy a chance. Yeah, Heartbeat International has uh, individuals who are still going to be able to, doctors who are still able to prescribe progesterone. And, you know, we can then uh, certainly, um, you know, validate is that pregnancy still viable? Um, But in terms of prescribing, uh, that's going to be something that would be done then directly through Heartbeat or through our friends Bella in Denver. 
Have you kind of experienced, you know, in those that are making this legislation, even some that have been historically pro-abortion that have reconsidered and gone, wait a second, I'm not sure about this Senate Bill 190. You know, there were two courageous legislators who, uh, even though they have a D next to their name, did not vote for this bill. And my understanding is, you know, probably are paying a political price as a result. And so, you know, courage still exists. And there were two individuals that said, hey, I just don't I don't feel right about this. And and one of them actually served on the, one of the one of the early committees that passed this. And, you know, he heard all of the evidence, uh, both for and against. And just his honest reaction was, I don't understand why we would pursue either half of this legislation, the half that's going against pregnancy centers advertising. I mean, basically, in his words, you know, there was no compelling evidence of that. And why would we want to become the first state to ban this choice for women? And so, you know, two is a start. uh, But I would say there's definitely individuals that I've talked to who might describe themselves as pro-choice. And if you're truly pro-choice, you wouldn't want to remove the choice of abortion pill reversal. And so I do think there are people that, uh, you know, this is causing to kind of scratch their heads and, and even even somebody who might consider themselves to be pro-choice say, why why would we remove this choice? I want to encourage listeners, like, it's worth engaging in this fight, you know, being pro-life and being an advocate uh, for, for life, trying to vote in leaders that reflect a pro, pro-life and, and having these conversations. I, it, we don't know how God's going to use those conversations and impact people. And I think Senate Bill 190 really did show a dark side of some hearts where they're like, we are so passionate about babies dying that we don't want to give an opportunity for a mom to change her mind. You know, as you've thought about this, you know, what, what's kind of the, the deeper message of Senate, Senate Bill 190 for those that wrote it and voted for it, you know? Well, and the bill was written by pro-abortion groups and then brought to two pro-abortion legislators. And so nobody in the legislature dreamed this up. It was actually written by pro-abortion groups and brought to them. And I think the first part of the bill coming after our advertising is about having a chilling effect on the advertising of pregnancy centers because we are bad for the business of abortion. Well, abortion pill reversal in the same way is also bad for the business of abortion. Why? Because it shows that almost immediately there are women who regret that abortion decision just hours or in some cases even minutes later. And I think about a woman by the name of Claudia, or I'll call her Claudia, who uh, went to our city's abortion clinic and she sat in her car and immediately was just wrecked and started weeping and, and thinking, what have I done? And she called the father of the baby, told he, she was originally not going to tell him, told her, told him what she had done. And he happened to know about abortion pill reversal. And so this was late in the day. The very next day, our first appointment was with Claudia and her boyfriend, and we initiated the APR protocol for Claudia, and Claudia now has a baby boy. Wow. And so <laughs> stories like Claudia's are terrible for the business of abortion, and that is really what this legislation is about. Okay. 
Well, we've got a special treat for you, hopefully if all the tech uh, works, but we have a Lauren that is going to join us from Bella Health and, and Wellness. As Rich mentioned, they filed a lawsuit uh, against the state of Colorado to fight Senate Bill 190. So it's a real blessing to have her on uh, the show. And so you're going to want to stay with us uh, for the second half of the program. Just want to remind you, uh, if you'd like to learn more about Life Network, you can go to elifenetwork.com. We're going to head to a break and stay with us on 100.7 The Word. This is Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7 The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. This is Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. I have Rich Bennett with me, the CEO of Life Network. And also we're going to have Lauren Castillo with us from Bella Health and Wellness in Denver. She's going to join us by phone. So let's go ahead and try to get Lauren here in, in just a moment on the phone. But we're really thankful to have Lauren uh, with us. They're doing great work uh, up in Denver. So uh, Lauren, are you there? Welcome to the program. I'm here, Eric. It's great to be with you. All right. Thanks so much for joining me. How's your day going? It's been a fabulous day. You know, we have a lot going on right now at Bella, and we have our big annual benefit dinner this Friday. So as you can imagine, um, not only, you know, serving all of our patients, but prepping for that benefit dinner this week. So it's been a full day. That's great. Well, do you mind sharing with us a little bit more about Bella Health and Wellness and what brought you into this work? Absolutely. Bella Health and Wellness, we're a faith-based medical clinic, an independent medical clinic, which essentially means that we exist outside of, you know, your typical corporate umbrellas of healthcare entities. And so it means that we are able to serve in a capacity that offers life-affirming, dignified healthcare to our patients. And we serve men, women, and children. Um, We have you know, a multi-specialty clinic that includes functional medicine. It includes a full-spectrum OBGYN. We deliver babies at two different hospitals. We have um, primary care for men and women and pediatrics for children as well. And we're a little, so we're a little bit different than, you know, a lot of other clinics um, that exist underneath an umbrella. And I first found out about Bella Health and Wellness when they were opening in 2014. And so I have been in the pro-life movement since I was about 17 years old. Wow. And mostly, you know, traveled around and had conversations about abortion and helped women um, who are facing unplanned pregnancies get connected with the support and resources they needed to not drop out of school, to, you know, find better jobs, to have, you know, access to good health care. And Bella was really the shining star throughout all of my years of pro-life ministry because I could refer women um, to Bella and know that they would be taken care of throughout their entire pregnancy with OBGYN care. They could have their babies delivered with Bella. Their babies could be seen by their pediatrician and the women could stay in relationship with the providers there. And so it was really always, you know, I think just the ideal answer to the pro-life movement, um, you know, being able to offer full-spectrum care to these women that face unplanned pregnancies. And, you know, my background was that I experienced an unplanned pregnancy in college myself. And so that's really what spurred me into doing pro-life ministry, even though, you know, I had an accounting degree, an accounting and theology degree, and so it didn't really make sense to go into pro-life ministry, and here I am. 
you know, 12 years later, full time and ended up making the move after 54 days of prayer um, on where the Lord was calling me next to work full time for Bella Health and Wellness, expanding our communications and our ability to serve more patients. Sounds awesome. I was spending some time on your guys' website and I've never really seen anything like it. It just seems like incredible work uh, that you guys are doing. So, so thankful for you guys. And I know Bella Health and Wellness uh, decided to sue the state of Colorado in regards to this Senate Bill 190 that we've been talking about today. Could you guys kind of explain uh, that a little bit for our our listeners? Absolutely. You know, being a faith-based clinic, um, it's obviously very important to us that we are abiding by our religiously held beliefs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we know that healthcare was really founded and supported by, um, you know, the church and, and Christians. And so that's something that's really at the heart of us. And so when all of this was happening um, with this Senate bill, we prayed very carefully and we decided to file the lawsuit because faith-based healthcare clinics like ours were being forced by the state to make a choice between our deeply held religious beliefs to serve our patients with life-affirming care and our ability to operate as healthcare providers. They were essentially saying you can't be a faith-based provider who stays true to your religiously held beliefs and serve patients. And it was just something that didn't sit well with us. And we knew that we were called to do something. And so we filed the lawsuit. Wow. That's, that's great. Well, we commend you guys and are with you guys and have been praying for you and, so where's this at? Like, what's next in the lawsuit? And I believe a, a judge has made a, a ruling. And could you kind of fill us in on, on where the lawsuit's at and what's next? Yeah, absolutely. We filed the lawsuit back in April. And so it's been, you know, what a lot of people would think a really long time. And really, this is just <laughs> a small portion of um, of where things are at. And right now, um, a- according to where things are at with a judge. He has ruled that Bella can continue to provide this care until he makes a final ruling. Um, And so the court order that was issued pretty recently in the last few weeks ensured that Bella can offer this essential care to women in need, abortion pill reversal, but that no one else in the state um, could provide it. And so it really is quite amazing because we, since filing the lawsuit, have more than tripled the amount of abortion pill reversals hmm. that we have um, provided in this year compared to previous years. And, you know, the the night that the judge was um, filing the initial ruling, we had a woman contact us to seek help in reversing her abortion. And, you know, we've had another abortion pill reversal baby be born in September and numerous other women who have undergone abortion pill reversal who are currently pregnant and will deliver in the next few months as well. And so it is absolutely essential that we're able to provide this care to these women who seek out that help. Wow. So from your experience, have you seen just, it sounds like the effectiveness of the abortion reversal pill, uh, women choosing to have their babies and and going ahead and and changing their minds? Absolutely. Just a few hours ago, I was um, texting with one of our abortion pill reversal moms who sent me a picture of her son who um, is almost 12 months now, who has taken kind of his first steps in a sweet little family photo. 
and being able to stay in touch with her and to get her, you know, help that she might need at times, whether that was rent assistance, you know, a couple months ago, whether that was, you know, the materials that they need to be, you know, on their feet with a strong foundation and have everything um, for their baby boy. And so I definitely have seen firsthand how women's lives can be changed. And, you know, she had told us just today that we saved her life in being able to help her reverse her, um, the effects of the abortion pill that she took and save the life of her baby. And Mm -hmm. so it's really one of those, one of those things where when these moms seek your care and you're able to throw them baby showers and, you know, get them, you know, connected with insurance and help them, you know, start a family with a strong foundation, you know, that there's just something that stirs in your heart that you have to help them. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So if there's listeners where maybe they're in need of the abortion reversal pill or someone that they know, can they contact Bella? Absolutely. Okay. Um, our website is bellawellness.org. And, you know, you can find us, you know, on Google, online. It's, you know, we're located in Inglewood, Colorado, just kind of down the street from Swedish Hospital. Yeah. And that's where we deliver uh, the majority of the babies that we deliver. Um, it's kind of funny because some of the people at the hospital will say, you guys deliver so many babies <laughs> compared to other practices. Like, what is going on at Bella? I'm like, well, we're, we're you know, we're life affirming. <laughs> yeah. We support families. And, you know, we don't, um, we don't advocate the ending of the life of babies. And so that's a beautiful thing to be able to help anyone who contacts us. And so if you send us, um, you know, a, a message through our email or you call us, it's one of those things that we're just so glad to invite you into the family of Bella. And that's really how it feels when people contact us. We had, you know, some patients drive up all the way from Durango in the southwest part of the state, you know, nearly eight hours to come and get here. Wow. That's awesome. Well, Lauren, thanks so much for joining us. Lauren's going to be back with us here after the break, so you'll want to stay with us on 100.7 The Word. Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7 The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. This is Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. We have Lauren Castillo with us from Bella Health and Wellness on the phone. And she's the Director of Mission Advancement. And also, Rich Bennett is with me right here from the Springs, from Life Network. And I'm actually going to kick it over to Rich. And uh, Rich has got a a question he's going to serve up to Lawrence. Well, Lauren, it's great to hear your voice. Hello, friend. And glad that you could be with us from Denver this afternoon. Hi. So, uh, you know, being in the same space and having now more than 20 women who have had successful abortion pill reversals, you know, all life is precious and every little life uh, that we get to save is a huge privilege. But would you agree that there's something particularly profound and powerful about a baby who is saved through abortion pill reversal and that mom making that courageous choice to undo the effects of that first abortion pill? Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, one of my dear friends, her son is now a super sweet little preschooler and he was um, an abortion pill reversal baby of Bella's, you know, years ago. And I can truly say that I really have not met another person who truly, truly values life and is so grateful for their babies like these courageous abortion pill reversal moms. And 
you know, because it really is a courageous decision to take, you know, the first abortion pill and then say, wait, I think I want to see if I can reverse this. That's, that's they're modern day heroes. Like it is very courageous to seek help um, to try to reverse that. And so I think that, you know, not only are they some of the bravest humans that I've ever met, but they just have this respect and um, value for life more than most people. Yeah, I would agree. And I was just showing Eric during the break a a photo of a sweet little girl uh, who's now a toddler and uh, had some fun with toilet paper. And uh, her mom was sharing this sweet picture of toilet paper strewn throughout the bathroom. And it's just hard to shake the reality that this little baby girl wouldn't be here if not for her mom choosing an abortion pill reversal. Yeah. And I think often these women, you know, don't, and speaking from firsthand experience with my unplanned pregnancy, Rich, is a lot of women just have no idea the vast amount of resources and support that exist in their own community. It's not even that they have to leave their community. They just don't know, you know, where to tap in that the churches do an incredible job of stepping up to help these young, not even the moms, but when the dad stays around these families that are forming, um, you know, all of the amazing public support that we have from our state, um, you know, the expansion of Medicaid, like all these different things that help these families in need, they don't even know about them oftentimes that, you know, are available to them where they might have made a different reproductive decision if, um, if, they, if they knew they existed and they knew they would have had support to continue that healthy pregnancy. That's awesome, Lauren. Thanks so much. And why is Bella's role in this case important for Colorado? You know, Bella, kind of the tip of the spear, being willing to sue the state of, of Colorado. You know, why is that so important for our state as a whole? Yeah. Um, since we opened our doors, we've had over 20,000 patients on record that we care for. Um, just last year alone, we had over 30,000 appointments. And so, you know, I think that we are well positioned to be able to represent this case. Is You know, yeah. we see a lot of patients every single day in so many different circumstances. We accept insurance, we accept Medicaid, we accept the uninsured, and certainly the abortion vulnerable never have to pay when they walk through our doors. And so, you know, being a light in the darkness um, is very important to us. You know, I always love the scripture of being a city on a hill, you know, Mm. Denver being that kind of city on the hill in the mountains of illuminating in the darkness is a way that we can serve, but not only that, but inspire other medical professionals who have life-affirming, you know, positions that they can too still serve as a pro-life medical professional wherever they're at, and they can start clinics like Bella and, you know, be able to serve and care for patients um, in in a life-affirming and dignified way. That's awesome. That's awesome. We'll definitely continue to be praying as we wait for this judge's final uh, ruling uh, on Bella and how it will affect the state as well. You know, I've got an interesting question. You know, I I think that a lot of Christians in Colorado have been stirred this last 24 months with the legislation that's been passed in our state with Senate Bill 190 and an abortion 
being legalized right to the moment of birth with, with late-term abortion. You know, how would you maybe speak to someone that says, you know, I am pro-life, but I've really n- not done anything inside of the movement. You know, what are some action steps that people could take to, to live out their pro-life position, especially in Colorado? Absolutely. I think that's never too late to get involved. Um, quite honestly, I've never seen the need for volunteers and support and donors and, you know, prayer warriors like this present moment. And I think you're right. I think a lot of what's happened legislatively this past year has um, spurred that in people's hearts. And I think if the Lord's putting something in your heart for even wondering, am I doing enough? Should I be doing something? Then that's purposeful. And you just, you know, ask the Lord, reveal to me what it is you want me to get connected to. And, you know, I know that there's, um, you know, there's some pro-life um, groups around the state that people can get involved with. And, you know, by all means, the most important thing you can do is pray. Pray for these moms, pray for these babies, pray for the organizations and all of the pro-life organizations and leaders um, so that they can just be strengthened and spiritually protected as well. And so I would say, like, if you're feeling that, the Lord's put it there for a reason. And it's, a, it, you know, you can feel a little bit nervous. Everyone has to start somewhere, but make your start. And the best time to do it is now. And I would just echo that. I think, Lauren, you said it really well. You know, we say here in Colorado Springs, pray, serve, and support. And one of the things that we know from the online advertising we do is that every day there are at least seven women who are searching for desperate options online in our community in the face of an unexpected pregnancy. So when you wake up in the morning, pray for those women of Colorado Springs. Pray for those women in Denver. Denver being a bigger metro area, I have no doubt that number is far higher still. But every day there are women and men facing this biggest decision of their young lives. And then volunteering, you know, like uh, like every pregnancy center, and Bella is the same way, you know, we can't do what we do without the, the service and support of those who feel called to volunteer in some way. And so, you know, if that's you, uh, you know, visit our website at elifenetwork.com and would love to talk with you about how we might be able to to plug in. And, and then obviously all of our services being no cost, you know, finding ways to financially support a ministry like the two that we're talking about. Um, we don't get to do what we do. And I, I understand this is Giving Tuesday. So this could be the ideal hey, day yeah. to uh, to visit one of our websites and participate and to get directly involved in that way. Yeah, that's great, Rich. And you can also go to uh, BellaWellness.org, BellaWellness.org, or eLifeNetwork.com uh, uh, to be able to get behind uh, these these works. But you know, we do live in Colorado. These laws are in place, and abortion-minded women are coming to Colorado, but some of them are changing their mind, you know, and, and visiting Bella Health or Life Network. And I think it's so important for the body of Christ to be involved in the pro-life movement, and God is is moving, and he's doing a, a great work. Lauren, I just want to say thank you, and if you could pass it on to everyone at Bella Health as just a local pastor in Colorado Springs We've been following your story. It feels like you guys are like uh, Esther that stood up at such a crucial time, such a time as this. So so please, uh, thank you so much for taking the stand, and we're praying for you guys. No, amen. Thank you, Eric. And, you know, if anybody wants to kind of stay updated on our stuff, they can sign up for our newsletter on the bottom of our website. But 
we do some we do nine days of prayer and fasting um, twice a year, once kind of in Lent and once in Advent. So we're getting ready to do that this December. So just an invitation for people to consider joining praying and fasting for nine days in Advent for just pro-life work in Colorado. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Lauren. Thanks, Rich. Thank you guys both for joining me. Thank you, Eric. Thanks. God bless. Thanks for listening. Have a great night. The Word. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.